needed to know what was wrong. I had to find out what it was. And the first thing I wanted to have is no toxic cleaning products. Just because you have brain change doesn't mean you can't still do things. You may do it differently. You might need more time. I decided to turn my disability into my ability, and around 7th and 8th grade, I started playing able-bodied sports. If we were knowledgeable, if we were educated, we would have solved science earlier. You battle, and you battle for every single inch of health. A New Perspective, hosted by Tim Sutton. This broadcast is produced by Griffo Productions. Brought to you by A Better Understanding, giving you a better understanding. Hey everybody, this is Tim Sutton. I'm uh, back here with you for Season 3, Episode 1. And uh, start this new season, I just wanted to uh, pop on and, and just fill everybody in. I know I've been gone for a while. Uh, a whole lot has happened and changed in my life. And uh, finally able to get back in and start this podcast back over, uh, back again. But um, if, he, if you're not familiar with me, I am a uh, 33, 34-year veteran law enforcement officer in the state of Virginia. And for you, those who do not know, I actually retired in December. So uh, I was able to get out of the uniform, not have to put that back on and deal with everybody else's problems. And... Uh, pretty much put things on hold as far as new, a new perspective, just to uh, get my life settled. I got a new job and I was actually out of town for about the whole month of February. So I'll fill you in on some of that. Um, but what I wanted to go back, I don't know if we had a show since the Christmas party uh, that, that I was involved with, with our nonprofit here in the Richmond area. It's a better understanding.org. Um, we had a Christmas party for individuals with disabilities. Uh, I've worked with families for the past 20 years in law enforcement capacity, uh, interacting a lot with families dealing with disabilities, which I prefer to call differabilities. Um, and what the purpose of our uh, nonprofit here, betterunderstanding.org, is to have events and have parties and get-togethers and all for those individuals with differabilities. We don't care how old you are, as far as we're concerned. Uh, the elderly have differabilities. Um, young people have differabilities. My uh, throughout my law enforcement career has been kind of the autism, intellectual disability and Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. And I've traveled around the country training public safety officers and I will speak to any group uh, that, that wants to hear me talk because all of us out there, if you think about it, we are either personally or professionally um, involved in somebody's life or we're coming in contact with it. Um, I've got some uh, things coming up May and May 20th. Uh, here in Virginia, South Hill, Virginia. I will be going down there to do a four-hour class for public safety officers uh, on autism and intellectual disabilities uh, from nine to one. If you want to try to reach out, there's a nonprofit down there called FEET. It's Families Embracing Autism Together. I spoke to them about four, uh, four or five years ago, maybe been six, uh, and they've asked me to come back. And the very last day of May, I will be in Ashburn, Virginia, training, doing a, a law enforcement training for the Department of Criminal Justice, uh, four hours autism, four hours uh, Alzheimer's. So there's some th some things we got on the calendar. But we had this Christmas party uh, last Christmas, and we had a ton of people. We had uh, Santa Claus was there, uh, and I don't know if I had mentioned it before, but last fall, I did a training for 
Department of Criminal Justice here in Virginia at Richmond Police Academy, and Santa Claus actually came to the class. So Santa Claus was trained up on autism and other disabilities, as well as Alzheimer's. But Santa was there, and a lot of these kids, even adults, who'd never had the opportunity to sit there with Santa Claus and visit with Santa Claus, uh, had that opportunity. And you could see the smiles on their faces, the squeals, the screams, and the family's just blown away because a lot of these individuals have never had the opportunity to go to the mall, go to wherever Santa is, and stand in line and wait to see Santa, uh, Santa Claus. So this this was a function. It was a party for them. We had food, music, uh, Polar Express, and uh, the nonprofit. What we're planning on doing this this year. Uh, if you look in the background, uh, if you're here in Richmond, Virginia area, uh, June 1st. We are having a uh, Hanover County, Hanover Night at the Diamond, put on by uh, the Mechanical Rotary. And uh, some of the proceeds will go to our nonprofit as well as some other organizations here in uh, the Richmond area. But I would encourage everybody to come on out. Uh, I'll be out there uh, probably with my ABU shirt on, better understanding, and uh, just looking to have a fun time and meet people, but uh, and, and get our name out there and let people know that we, we are having these parties for people with disabilities and and sometimes i get people ask me well, why are you why are you doing this and if you know somebody with a disability many times they're the ones that have a birthday party and they send the invitations out and nobody shows up or they never get invited to uh, somebody else's birthday party because sometimes they have social uh interaction challenges and many times they're looked at as oh they're they're a little quirky or different um, and then they don't get these opportunities. So we wanted to make these opportunities out there. Uh, so we've got the night at the diamond. Uh, we'd love to see some people come. Uh, also with the better understanding, uh, nonprofit, we are having in July, a dance party. The Moose Lodge here in Mechanicsville, Virginia is giving us the Moose Lodge. We will have a DJ. We will have food. We'll have events. We'll probably have crafts for anybody that wants to come. I'd encourage you to go to a betterunderstanding.org and check out the website and sign up what we try to do we want an idea of how many people are coming uh we we it's tough having these events not knowing who's going to show up so we do ask that everybody register uh so we know how many people that we're going to have coming and again next uh fall we're trying to get a few things set up but uh i know next next christmas actually we'll probably do our third uh christmas party at that moose lodge they donate the place for us so we've got some things in the works um and we just want you to check the website out, go on there, log in, and, and we'll keep you informed of everything coming up. And, you know, if anybody's out of state or anywhere else in the world, give us a call. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. I uh, had the opportunity to uh, go speak to a rescue squad uh, here in the Richmond area. A volunteer rescue squad had reached out to our nonprofit and wanted to know if there was somebody that, that could train their officers. And I was blown away because I went over there and there were about 45 people there wanted to know more about autism. And just about every single one of them had a story where they had interacted with somebody on the spectrum and how it was a very delicate situation because they really weren't sure what to do and what not to do. So I gave them uh, ideas uh, for future situations. And that's all we can do is just educate them because whether they're law enforcement or fire EMS, um, they go on these calls and they revert back to their training. And if they have not been trained on these topics, they revert back to what they have. 
And sometimes they're trying to do the best job they can, but they're not able to handle the calls and deal with situations as effectively as they could if they had some knowledge uh, or education on these topics. So that's what I try to do. It's And a lot of it is advocating for families as well as the individuals uh, with the disabilities um, and, and teaching them how to advocate for themselves. That's ABU. Uh, that's, that's one thing we're trying to do is really get out there and teach people how to interact. Um, also, we uh, I've had uh, just fill you in. A company I'm working for now is a grocery store chain, mostly uh, up in the New York northeast of the country, and they're working way their way down south. And I had an opportunity to spend the month of February in Rochester um, at this distribution center for this uh, grocery chain, and I've been absolutely blown away by this um, my new employer. Um, I'm working for somebody that actually cares about their employer, but they're very big into inclusion. And I noticed when I was up there that there were a lot of employees with disabilities, and they're so good to their employees. Whether you got a disability or not, they are amazingly good to your family. So I'm lucky and blessed to be able to have come on board with their asset protection. Uh, we're, they're building a uh, $1.2 million distribution center here right close to me. So I'll be working there, uh, keeping the uh, premises safe once it opens up. So, uh, but yeah, you know, and, and I'll talk also about Lowe's here in Mechanicsville. They hire individuals with disabilities, you know. So there are a lot of opportunities out there and a lot of companies that are giving people with disabilities uh, these opportunities. And I'd just like to see more and more and more. Uh, so if you've got organizations, groups, um, merchant merchants anybody that you think it benefits for some from some training just to understand you know give them a better understanding of these disabilities uh, reach out to me or have them reach out to me because I, I would love to get in there and train like i said i've done public safety but i've also done uh, medical professionals i don't teach the medical aspect of the disabilities but i what i try to teach is the some of the behaviors uh, that you may see and how to interact with somebody uh, without making the situation work worst uh worse but uh you know it's it's my goal is pretty much peaceful interactions for positive outcomes because many times i know specifically with autism if law enforcement has a very negative interaction with somebody on the spectrum that stays with that person who's on the spectrum and then once they see that every time they see the police officers they get scared because they've had that negative experience and it stayed with them. So my goal is to get out there and train officers if they know nothing about these disabilities. A lot of times if they've got experience on the road, that light bulb goes off and they start to realize that, you know, I remember that call I went on about a year and a half ago, and this sounds exactly like what I dealt with. So if, again, you don't know what you don't know and you revert back to your training. So if you make this a part of your training, then Maybe you can do your job more effectively. So when I was in uh, Rochester, I actually had the opportunity. One of the security officers up there put me in contact with a couple who, and I'd encourage you to go check the uh, check their podcast out. It's called A Stroke of Luck. It's Deanna and Tyler Zapero. Um, you can put in A Stroke of Luck and my name, and it should pull it up on YouTube. But uh, Diana, Deanna, I'm sorry. She, uh, I believe it was eighth grade, not eighth grade, 11th grade. She was a swimmer and all of a sudden she got out of the water. She had a stroke 
and she's dealing now with the aphasia. Uh, showed me scans of her brain where a lot of the brain, left side of that brain does not work, but they were intrigued of what I do. And I was very intrigued in how they're getting the word out uh, for people that are dealing with similar memory issues. And uh, I'd encourage you, it's a, it's called a stroke of luck. And uh, just put my name in and it'll lead you to the, the show with me. But then you can watch the other shows that they're, that they're putting out, but they are really making a difference up there. Uh, so I would encourage you to take a look at that. Um, another thing I've been working on actually last Wednesday, I was in a studio with uh, the training response network, me and three other sergeants from different places in the country. Uh, we're shooting a video on being a first line supervisor or sergeant in law enforcement. So uh, they're putting all that together. I've done for tra uh, TRN, I've actually done an autism three hour as well as a three hour Alzheimer's dementia, which is available from Training Response Network. Uh, any law enforcement agencies that want to purchase that training, they can contact them. And it, basically, you know, I could go out and do face to face classes all day long. But it's very difficult sometimes to get people in the classes, pull the officers off the road. Well, TRN offers the opportunity to purchase the trainings per officer. And officers can sit there in their police car and pull it up on a computer and or, or go in a training room or wherever they go and just sit there and do the class online. And they'll get a lot of useful information. So yeah, I was in studio Wednesday and we shot another video. I was helping them out and I appreciate the opportunity. Um, but you know, if you run across any public safety agencies that say they just don't know where they could get the training, it's out there. You know, you can contact me, they can contact me, go to my website, tim-sutton.com. Uh, that's my consulting uh, business. They're welcome to reach out to me. All my uh, contact information is there. And uh, I would love to talk to any of them that are interested in what I'm, what I'm trying to do, trying to advocate. So we are... Uh, what we're looking at doing this year, I want to get some more guests. If you've got any suggestions or individuals that would love to come on a podcast and just have a 30 minute conversation, uh, it doesn't have to be autism, doesn't have to be Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, any type of disability. I know Anthony Griffo with Griffo Production. He is uh, working with me, an excellent, excellent guy. And uh, he's putting a few TikTok videos, starting to put those out to get some publicity and let people know what we're trying to do. And uh, if you've got any suggestions or guests or somebody you'd like to see on here, uh, all we can do is reach out. I'm constantly reaching out to different people, trying to get them on the show uh, all across the nation just to let you hear what they have to say. And you may may learn something about it. And I get a lot of people wanting to know why I teach what I teach. And honestly, about 20 years ago, I was told by my sheriff that I was working for that I was going to be running a program. And I asked him what it had to do with. And he said it had, had to do with people who wander off and get away from their caregiver. So wanderers, elopers. And it's a tracking system where you go out and you interact with the individuals and the families. And you put a watch size transmitter on their wrist or their ankle. And it sends out a radio frequency. It's not GPS, but it's a radio frequency. And the reason it's not GPS, there are tools out there to use that have GPS. But at the time this was developed, you know, the GPS did not seem to be the best thing to use. And if any of you have satellite radio and you're going down the interstate and hit an overpass, you, you may lose signal. Well, with Alzheimer's dementia, sometimes they will travel along, walk along and get tired and crawl up underneath of something and go to sleep. So these radio frequencies uh, work very well. 
they're limited as far as distance, maybe a mile, mile and a half. But once, once we get to Kibber, we'll parent to call us immediately. We can get out there, ride the area, and hopefully pick that signal up and bring them home safely. But I have interacted with about a thousand families over the years, these 20 years. Um, and I've shared the story numerous times. This is why I do it. Uh, the first young man I met with autism was six years old, Matthew. And when I got out of the car, first thing he did is put his hand on my weapon. Between me and mom, we're telling him, you know, trying to teach him, don't, don't touch, don't touch that, don't touch that. Then he got to the point where he would come up to me and lean against it because he wanted to be in contact with it. Uh, and I was sitting at the kitchen table and all of a sudden felt something underneath the uh, chair. And I looked down and Matthew was laying on the floor and he had his finger up the barrel. So if you're not familiar with autism, uh, it's, it can be an invisible disorder. Uh, much like hearing impairment can be an invisible disorder. You can't look at somebody, uh, even sight, if they vision impaired, it could be an invisible disability that you don't really pick up on. Uh, it's not like Down syndrome where you may see somebody who has Down syndrome and you recognize, okay, something's a little bit different. But with Matthew doing that, I started thinking, I said, you know, let's bump it ahead 20, 25 years. Let's imagine I'm standing in a 7-Eleven or some convenience store and Matthew walks through the door and sees me standing over there. If he's still fascinated with law enforcement, he may run over and grab my gun. Well, if I don't have any trainer or have no way to know that he has autism, uh, in my mind, I'm being assaulted and somebody's trying to take my weapon. My life's in danger. So I've got to act. I've got to interact. And autism being sensory driven, it's possible that if you barely touch his arm, it may feel like razors, razors cutting through the skin. Or you grab him and you squeeze, you try to use a pressure point or something, and he doesn't feel it. He's hyposensitive. He can't feel that pain. So uh, it could it could get into a bad knockdown drag out uh, fight where I'm assuming I'm being assaulted. This person is resisting arrest, and it could be a very bad situation where somebody gets hurt. Um, and many of your disabilities, uh, they are sometimes hypertonic where they're their muscle tone is not where it should be, specifically in their chest. So if I were to get handcuffs on him and he's laying face down on the ground and I'm sitting there waiting on my back up trying to catch my breath, he's not going to be able to catch his breath and he may succumb to positional asphyxiation. So that's why I started realizing that this is an issue that, and it scares these families. You know, what happens when I'm not there? You know, a person with autism is seven times more likely to have an encounter with law enforcement uh, than a neurotypical in, individuals. But again, there are these individual in, invisible disabilities that we need to kind of understand. You know, uh, Val Abbott, a friend of mine, is uh, goes around talking about hearing impairment. Her uh, daughter, Bridie, she, uh, they found out probably three or four years, five years into life that she had a hearing problem because they tested the hearing at an early age, but throughout the elementary school years, when she got in there, nobody tested it. And she's pushing to have children tested more often because it is a it is just, you know, invisible disability. And her, her question was, what happens if she gets pulled over by the police? And, you know, that's, that's some things that need to be discussed and officers need to understand that. And, you know, bad things could happen to very good people and we don't need that happening. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to advocate for a lot of these families and, and get the information out there. Um, and again, if you've got any organization groups need somebody to talk and kind of enlighten them on these things, then um, please put them in contact with me. And if you've got questions about anything that I do or 
you know, for my consulting, tim-sutton.com or a betterunderstanding.org. Um, we're looking for events, more and more events to have. We're also looking for sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor us, um, we, we are open to that. And I know uh, Griffo Productions also looking for sponsors as well. But if it's something that you're passionate about and you're interested in, please reach out to a betterunderstanding.org. And, uh, you know, President Kelly Kramer, I'm the vice president, and we've got a lot of people on board. If you're here in the Richmond area and you're familiar with Jeff Katz, radio host, uh, he's been on the show before, and he actually has a daughter with a disability, um, Julia. Um, also, if anybody's here familiar with PJ and Emily Morrissey, emilysbracelets.com go look and look at emilysbracelets.com she makes bracelets beautiful bracelets uh and, and a portion of her sales actually go to different nonprofits uh you know cancer nonprofits uh, abu nonprofit but she has a host of uh you know wrist uh bracelets that she makes uh and very talented girl who who originally learned she was using pipe cleaners and beads to work on her tactile issues and, and working and maneuvering her hands and getting things done. And it turned into a, a bracelet making business. And her brother PJ, he's on our board as long with Emily, they're board members. And um, he's one of the best big brothers you could ever imagine. He, he takes care of Emily big time. So yeah, we've got a lot going on. We got a lot of players involved, uh, but we're going to be kicking off this, uh, this season getting some more people on there, let, let you learn more about them. And again, behind me, the Hanover Night at the Diamond, it's, uh, it's June 1st, 2023, the baseball game, Nutsy, the uh, mascot will be out there, and the Flying Squirrel, and a bunch of nonprofits will be out there. And so get a ticket, come on out, meet us, uh, have a good night at the ballpark. And uh, then keep an eye out again on abetterunderstanding.org and see what other events we have coming up. So uh, again, if you've got an idea on guests that uh, would be a good guest on the show, uh, we have a very meaningful conversation. Uh, we're gonna have some people from last year actually back on the show because 30 minute show, it, you, know, you get to touch, scratch the service sometimes and there's a lot more information out there. So uh, having a 30 minute show and, offers the opportunity to bring them back again uh, each season and catch them catch on up with what they're doing. I uh, came gave you the down low on what's been going on with me. No longer law enforcement officer retired. Um, finally, don't have to worry about that uniform and dealing with everything out there. And I've got a new employer that loves their employees and it's, it's a wonderful place to work and very appreciative uh, being given this opportunity. So again, my website is tim-sutton.com. Check it out. Uh, a lot of the uh, podcasts are on the, the uh, back page on the website, uh, abetterunderstanding.org. Check out mlsbracelets.com. Uh, I'd also encourage you to check out a friend of mine who's an artist up in Fredericksburg, Virginia. His name is Joey Fry. have had him on. He's an artist and he's got his own art studio. studio. If you look on Facebook, Artism by Joey. Artism by Joey. Uh, amazing young man who uh, does some amazing, amazing paintings. I uh, had one commissioned out for me uh, that I was able to get last summer. And um, if you're looking for something that means something to somebody, what he does a lot of times, he paints what he wants to paint a lot. 
but if you commission him for a painting, you can tell him six or seven things that are very special to you. And he will incorporate those into a painting. And they may, may not mean anything to anybody else, but it means something to the person that asked for it. Uh, so it's very personal. And uh, I would encourage you to check him out. Uh, we've got a bunch of nonprofits here. We're going to probably have them back on the show that I had last year. But go back and check those shows out. Um, Anthony Griffo has done an amazing job working with me over the past year and a half, two years to get these uh, shows on and get them out there. He understands the importance of it. And Anthony, like I said, he's got his own production company, Griffo Production, and he's a freshman in college up in the Northeast. So uh, very smart young man. And uh, I'm blessed to be working with him and have him taking care of my needs as far as getting the show out there. So check us out. Um, come back. I may not be live every Tuesday. We may end up having to record some shows due to my work schedule, but uh, we'll be trying to get on here and uh, bring everybody a new perspective as well as a better understanding. So I want to thank everybody for being here. Hopefully you learned something and you caught up on what I have going on and um, reach out reach out to us. So just want to thank everybody for being here. And dad, thank you. I love you.